You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. The podcast on a Tuesday from New York City. Al's got the machine rolling and we are ready to rock. What is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, we are rolling. A big topic today on the uh, Boomer and Geo show was this whole Mets Facebook thing. Which I threw in as a, literally a throw in line. I, I really thought they knew about it. And I was stunned that I, when I mentioned it at 835, it was going to be the rest of the show. Yeah, so it was uh, that the Mets-Phillies game tomorrow is exclusively on Facebook Live or Facebook Watch, whatever the hell that is. It's the streaming service on Facebook. It is not on SNY. It is uh, nowhere else. Well, it's on the radio. Right. But if you want to visually watch it, you have to go to Facebook app or Facebook on your computer and watch it. That got people into a tizzy both ways. And it really is one of those topics where it's hard to understand the other person's uh, perspective, I think, depending on where you fall in this. So if you're somebody who loves streaming things, you think people not going to watch it there are idiot old-timers who still, as Gunnar and said, uh, you know, we no longer use the steam engine. He, <laughs> he tweeted at Boomer. <laughs> and then if you don't stream things, you think it's ridiculous that you have to go to Facebook to watch this. Right. And it's hard for each side to see the other person's I see both side so, I see both sides. 100% I see both sides. Yeah. I could see if you don't have anything or understand the whole streaming situation. And I understand if you stream. I do both. And I don't give a crap, <laughs> to be completely honest. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to stream the game. If you don't, not meaning you, but if you don't, I'm sorry. It sucks for you. And I totally understand your frustration. To me, it's not that big a deal. But I do get it. I do. My house, it's not an issue. You will stream on like a on a Roku. Stream it as I asked my son. We have a smart TV, so he can stream it right on the TV. You know that's not going to be a smooth stream. I don't know why I wouldn't. It's run by MLB. MLB.com. If you watch the games, it's perfect. I've I've told you for years. Watching games on MLB.tv, I've yet to have one issue with it. I got that uh, Directv Now, which is the streaming service only for Directv. Sure. sure. I used my uh, seven day trial period jerry yeah because they had a lot of channels yeah and i would love nothing more than to call my cable company Mm. and tell them cable wise take a hike right but you brought up a very good reason earlier why you can't right might be off on the internet yeah right now my internet's 55 bucks and if i drop my cable portion the television portion it goes up to 85 bucks right 
So then once I start doing the math and all the things that I'm currently getting with my cable bundle, is it cheaper to sh- to do just the streaming? Yes, but, but it's not a hundred dollars a month cheaper. No, it's like right. legitimately for me thirty dollars a month maybe. Right. And when I when I use the Directv now, I saw slight hiccups in the streaming, slight, but enough to that it will annoy me. See, that doesn't bother me because having Directv for as many years as I had it. I mean, that was, I had it for the football. Yeah. And love it for it. But, I mean, the amount of times the stupid dish would, you know, have an issue with the rain or the, I mean, not as bad as it might have been 30 years ago or 20 years ago, but still not perfected. Yeah. Still not perfected. And I I run my internet right into my Amazon Fire or my Apple TV. I'm not Wi-Fi. Right. You have an Ethernet cord. Ethernet cord. Absolutely. And it's still... There are times when it looks amazing and then times where it's a little pixelated. Listen, it depends on what you like. If yeah. you're a big TV guy, I'm not. I don't give a goddamn if we don't have TV for a week. I really don't care. All right. But if you're huge into your, and I have many of friends that live by their primetime lineup or whatever games are on on Saturdays or whatever the case may be, and they go out and they buy the 65-inch TV, if that's your life, I all good, man. Then you do what you got to do. I don't care. I really don't. So I, but I, I, I completely understand. All I get right. both sides of the argument. Got it, Jerry. Let me give you a New York story. Uh, yesterday, the number two train—that's a subway. Is this the one with the umbrella? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I don't know that one though. I'll, but if, I'll if hit you with that one. Perfect. Next. All right. So we got this story, then an umbrella story. The number two train had to be shut down yesterday. Because not one, but two of the cars were, quote, covered in feces. Come on. Someone Man. had smeared feces. People human, are great, right. Human feces around the car, two of the cars on the number two train. That's awesome. It's and, just gross. And that evidently, Jerry, is a health hazard. You think? Could you imagine sucking that in? Ugh. They actually had to say, uh, uh, I saw a report in the paper, uh, and uh, the, the people... The paper had reports from Twitter of people saying they're actually on the loudspeaker saying the cars are shut down because two of them are covered in feces. Oh, you make me throw up. And you're right, Jerry. New York is the greatest city in America. Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? Yes. Please. I can't believe how many people were calling up defending that nonsense. Not the feces in the subway. Imagine living like we grew up here. Imagine wanting to move here. Like if you lived in another part of the country. A lot of people do. Weird. A lot of people do. A lot of people think it's it, that it is the most amazing place in the world. You'll hear this and a good lot. for them. They'll say, you have to live in New York for at least a year once in your life. No, I don't. I did. Listen, when I was, when I first got married, I tried very hard to convince my wife to move here for a year or two before we had kids. I thought I was, we were working, radio station was in Astoria at the time. Her job was in Jersey, but not far enough away where the reverse commute would have bothered, bothered her all that much. No chance. And then it's funny, five years later when I had had enough, she's like, we should do that. Uh, no, no more. Yeah. No, I'm out. I am out for that. Yes. That's one of, one of her regrets. And to me, Queens, Brooklyn, they're all New York. Of course. Definitely. I would think if I, I, would think if I wasn't going to live in Manhattan, but was going to do New York, I would probably go to Brooklyn second. Would be my guess. But uh, not, not not anymore. So Brooklyn, you think, is the least offensive of the boroughs? No, I didn't say that. 
Oh, I'm. Well, I'll I don't say know that. the. I don't know what's the least offensive of I any think, of them. I would think Brooklyn, because <laughs> at least there's hipsters there, and they probably keep. Uh, I like Brooklyn. Their area livable. Having gone to Barclay Center many times, yeah. I like Brooklyn. I've been through Queens. That's fine too. But I am just saying, I think my first choice, if not Manhattan, would be Brooklyn. That having been said, uh, Manhattan is probably my 100th choice. So it's never going to get to that. You would not go there. No. Okay. No, no, no. I Fair like enough. grass and driveways. You're a big grass fan. Yes, I do. Now, I like was... somewhere to go play ball without having to go walk a mile to the park. Now, uh, hey, did you see this uh, new ESPN morning show that started? It's a, a television show. I have not seen it. Mm-hmm. I know of it. Uh, Mike Greenberg, uh, Jalen Rose. Is and our that friend a guy? Michelle Beadle is on it. I saw the salaries listed on awfulannouncing.com. They had Michelle Beadle's salary at $5.4 million. That's great. Good for her. My Lord. I didn't realize it was salary. so popular. Yeah. They were going to get such big ratings. 5.4 mil she's got. Can you make sense of any of any type of big TV salary at no. this point? Uh, uh, yes. For the NFL broadcast, which take in a, an enormous amount of money, yes. That's fine. Uh, no, no, that's fine. I, I guess I mean more so like... When you see what's his name, the 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 dirt bag that got fired, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Like when you see he put it was in the paper today, he put his Manhattan apartment up for sale for seven and a half million dollars. Because he's basically ashamed at this point. He yes. can't go anywhere and he can't be seen. Shame. And I I understand that too, right? But so for what? Like who was watching that show? It's not nineteen sixty five. Where you had two, four, and seven, and that's all you had to really watch news, and it was a big deal to watch the news at six o'clock. Right? Who's watching that anymore? Very splintered audience these days. Jerry. I, re- I read he was making twenty-five million dollars a year. Why? Yeah, that I don't know. It's really it's hard to comprehend. I mean, God bless them, make as much as you can, but I don't get the people that make the decisions where that money comes from. Well, I know where the ESPN salaries come from. That's $7 a subscriber on your cable bill. That's big money. But don't you at some point have to justify those salaries to your shareholders? I would think so. So if, and I'm not saying this show, but let's say ESPN has a show. Uh, let's use this show since it's all on right. right now. It's on television. Let's say they're all making, because I can't imagine anyone's making that much more than the other. Right. So let's just say for poops and giggles, they all make five million a year. Perfect. That's good easy math There's for me. There's three Jerry. of them. That's fifteen million dollars yes. a year for three hosts on TV. And let's say it generates very little rating. Right. Uh, like it, in other words, is it going to do that much better a rating than what was previously on there? Right. Probably not. That might have been maybe their payroll was a million dollars all in for the last right. show. Like I don't get the bang for the buck. I don't either. So very strange. It the, is, the media business is very weird. The media business right now is extremely strange. You got ESPN starting a new streaming service for five bucks a month. Four ninety nine a month, yeah. Filled with sports no one gives a crap about for free. That they were not watching. Right. Correct. Now you want them to pay for it. Right. I don't understand. And CBS HQ put together a new streaming site or or channel, but that is free. Right. And you can watch it anytime you want. That, to me, makes sense. I think you're spending a lot of money, and I don't know how many people are going to watch it, but at least you're not charging the public for it. I really think what's happening is there are still, for the most part, older people in charge of media companies. 
they all feel like they have to be in the streaming app business and none of them know really what they're doing. So they just throw this stuff up against the wall and see what sticks. Right, all this new money goes to digital and yes. they just spend it, spend it. Yeah. Oh, it's digital? We don't understand that. Here's some money. Right. <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah, kind of. It's true. It's very true. Uh, by the way, the, um, what do you call it? The umbrella store. Oh, you had an umbrella story. So I heard on Winds yesterday, one, I, I don't know if it was a two-line, I don't know what subway it was, was shut down because someone dropped their umbrella on the tracks and it caused a short. Really? And it literally shut down the train line. An umbrella. Break. Yeah, it was smoke in the station that had to get everybody out. Very strange. So I thought that was where you were going. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware. I didn't really think you were going to go with crap in the train. Smeared poop. Yeah, that that, that did not uh, even enter my mind. I didn't think that was going to be the case. Now, the Batman villain, the Penguin, he had an umbrella. That would have been a great thing for him to do, shorten out the tracks by throwing his umbrella point down onto the track and shortening True, everything. but there were bullets in his umbrella. The Penguin did? Yeah. Remember he used to shoot with the umbrella? And he had henchmen. He had henchmen. What do you think they got paid? $5 million? $5 million each. What was your, uh, were you a comic book guy as a kid, Jerry? I was not. You didn't know superheroes at all? No. Really? No. I like G.I. Joe. Okay. But I was not, you know, Batman, Superman, not really. None no of those more guys. Than, let's put it this way. No more than any average kid. I was not, you know, big into Superman or Batman or whoever, Spider-Man, none of that. I don't didn't phase me. If I were to ask you, Jerry, when you were a kid, what were some of your favorite characters? What would you say? Uh, the wrestling guys. The rubber wrestling guys. You had the wrestling dolls. Yeah, I had the wrestling figures. I had the little... Um, the little the ring. ring. Uh, yep, I had that. I love that. Um, I did like um, cars. Mm-hmm. Like Hot match Wheels? Bo- match bo- uh, matchbox cars. Uh, what else? G.I. Joe, no doubt. Big time. Baseball card flipper. Okay. Love doing that with my friends. That's about it. I'm sure there's more, but... Who was your wrestler that you were into? Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, that was your guy? Yes. Big. I loved him. Would you go around going like, ooh, yeah, that thing? Yeah, that guy. You would do... No, but would you do the... No, I would not. you do the impression? No. Were you ever him for Halloween? I was not. You were not? I was Danny White for Halloween. You were. the Well, you couldn't do that every year. I've posted that photo before. You have? Yeah. Danny White, Cowboys quarterback. Yeah, and I did that multiple times. I just saw this, and this must be common knowledge in sports, and I was not aware of that, that the Cowboys took Danny White ahead of Joe Montana. Is that, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, Joe Montana wasn't right. He wasn't yeah. a high draft pick. Yeah, so they, they. I just saw something on Twitter. It must be an anniversary of something. But they had, they had Danny White as one of the guys taken ahead of uh, Joe Montana and how the Cowboys could have taken Joe Montana. They could have. Doesn't mean anything would have been different, though. Like, if you think about it, it's funny you bring that up, because I always thought, like, a good book to write, if you had the ability to do such a thing, would be, what if? So what if Dwight Clark's pass gets tipped by Everson Walls, or he drops it? Or what if Danny White completes the comeback, and, you know, that pass that went to Drew Pearson, he doesn't get pulled down at the very last second? He was gone. I mean, that was going to be a game-winning touchdown, and then you get the fumble, but... They were on their way to, at the very least, a game-winning field goal. Mm-hmm. How are things different today? Because, you know, everything changes. Yes. The Cowboys win that game, and Danny White gets over the hump and gets to the Super Bowl and wins that Super Bowl. Is Joe Montana looked upon as the guy who couldn't quite get over the hump, and his career and the Niners are going a different direction? And is Tom Landry 
I mean, people think he was one of the greats anyway, but he went to five Super Bowls, only won two. Does he get to six, seven, and eight before he kind of lost it in the mid to late 80s? I don't know. It's interesting when you think about the little tiny things. If, you know, what's his name? Scott Norwood's kick doesn't go wide right. What do we think about Bill Parcells? As he he would have lost that Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? And you ever think of those things or no? Not really. Yeah, I do. If Buckner catches that ball, yeah, and it like doesn't go so between finicky. his legs. And we talk about they were they were World Series champs. They weren't really. But what about you know? I, I don't know. Roger only, Clemens would have been if the guy. I don't know. We get that a lot here when uh, the people that don't like Eli Manning and the Giants they'll say uh, that he had two lucky catches for his Super Bowls. Sure, sure, that's true. Well, I mean, at least one. The Tyree one, what they go, Manningham, the second yeah. one? I thought the Manningham one was a really well-thrown ball. He made a great catch for sure. The Tyree one's goofy. Right. Because, let's be honest, he threw that up in the air out of desperation. So I do understand that point. But it is, it's like it's, it's so like... The what-if book. Yeah. What-if of sports. Yeah, I mean, what if we don't call a, 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 a phony rule against the Raiders? Is Bill Belichick... What he is today, or do things change for them after that game? Why don't we pitch this show to CBS Sports Network? What if sports? I would, do that. I would totally do that. It's a round table. Let's go. Let's put. Didn't and you, uh, one and of the you, guys say we just put a, come up with a treatment and we a could treatment. have a show me and you? And you get Danny White. Yes. To sit down, you go. What if? By the way, great start because I know him. You do. That's I what I'm saying. Him. You get Danny White on, and you know Belichick, so you could get Belichick. I get him on. Yeah, we're tight, very tight friends. It's a good idea. All right, Jerry, let me give you one more story. Uh, condom snorting challenge. What is this? I'm seeing this all over the yeah. place now. So you know how uh, teens were eating Tide Pods for a little while? Yeah. Uh, and then taping themselves eating it. And then uh, prior to that, they were eating uh, spoonfuls of cinnamon, cinnamon. and yes. then coughing. Yeah. Uh, s- s- condom snorting challenge, which, by the way, I first saw on the TV show Jackass a number of years ago now. Which is, uh, you take a condom, put it in your nose, and snort it so it comes out of your mouth. Why? Now, that's the question we haven't answered yet. (sighs) Why, we don't know. Oh, my God. In uh, 2012, more than 50,000 YouTube video clips showed young people swallowing a tablespoon of dry cinnamon. That was the cinnamon challenge. Then, the Tide Pod challenge. Now we've got condom snorting challenge. I'm not going to do this. Oh, that's great. That though clears I'm, that up. Though I'm not a teen. It's disgusting. I mean, really stupid, too. This is dumb. How did you get stuck? Right. <laughs> Going to the hospital with a condom in your nose? Yeah, that would be uh, quite an I wonder if uh, your medical coverage would cover that. <laughs> yeah, this By is... By the way, that's a great point. Think about all the stupidity that's out there. You have people with serious problems having trouble getting covered, and yet some snot-nosed, rich little ass would go to the hospital because his parents have nice coverage and would literally be treated for having a condom in their nose. Yes. God, so backwards. Yes. I don't get involved in any of these challenges, Jerry. Right. Or much of anything. I didn't eat cinnamon. You did, but you did I the... Didn't uh, eat a Tide Pod. You didn't eat the Tide Pod? No, but no. I did eat, drink that... Uh, Apple, what the heck was it? Apple, Apple cider, cider vinegar. vinegar. A little bit too much. I was tricked it. into that, though, by Kim Jones. She told me well, I thought it was a she drink. she didn't quite know what she was doing right. with that. She was not, I don't no think idea. she tricked you. She didn't know. She screwed up. Got it. And it was not, well, it was her fault. She didn't read the directions. That was painful. But I don't think her 
Her mission was not to screw you over. Like, I'm going to show him. Right. Nothing of the case. Okay. That was innocent and it was all good. It was not that big a deal. All right, Jerry. The warm-up show. That is next. It was on WFAN in the morning. And here it is now. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hi, right, very good morning to you. This portion sponsored by Walgreens and Albert Dukes. I start with one question for you. All right, Jerry. I can't find the answer, and it's bothering me. I got it. Where did the Nance tie go to? Who got oh, the Nance tie? I didn't know if he was still doing that. I mean, I think it's still a thing. Where he hands whoever wins the final, uh, the NCAA championship, they get his tie. He wore a tie as always. He usually gives the tie out. It's a big question on Twitter, and I cannot find the answer. I think he's uh, giving that a second thought, and he's not handing his ties out anymore. He's retired the tie giving. I don't know. I've not seen that either, Jerry. That's unfortunate. What I did see, though, was uh, after Villanova won, those... Uh, Crazy people took to the streets again in Philadelphia. Oh, did, did they? Did they grease the poles? They again? they had previously greased the poles at Villanova and uh, in the city of Philadelphia, but for some reason, uh, people in Philadelphia have the ability to climb greased poles <laughs> because uh, as soon as the game was over, they were right up on the poles. They were lighting fires in the streets. Hmm. Uh, they were good to. I guess they don't go to work on a Tuesday. Well, Philadelphia just celebrates championships these days. Yeah, which, if I live in Philadelphia, I'm thrilled that the Phillies are probably not going to win anything this year. Because then at least you have... You'll have calm in October. Yeah, in October, there will be no fires in the streets or people up on your street lights, your poles. Imagine you look out your window. Yeah. And there's some jackass hanging off a light. Or just looking in your window because he's... Or that. He's sitting on a light post that's be been that greased. Too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that about championship games or championship uh, uh, towns, Jerry. Oh, yeah, and here in New York, we've never had that. Say yeah. what you want about New York. We've never gone crazy after a championship like that. Because as much as people think uh, New Yorkers care about sports, there's so many people here that, that the majority from New York. don't care. And don't speak English and they're from right. other countries. You're don't right. care. You're right. So when, uh, you know, the Knicks could win the championship at the Garden. When's that going to be? No one's going to tip over the pretzel stand outside of the uh, on the 34th Street. Probably not. And that's not going to be for a while, Jerry. That's a fair question. Yeah. I did. Uh, the the folks over at Quinnipiac, they're a co- that's a they college. They do polls. They do like a lot Pornhub of polls. does polls. Yes. No, the not, folks at Quinnipiac do polls. Not polls you would, not greased polls that you climb after your team wins a championship game, but you're given a question and then you fill out this poll. You ever been involved in a poll? Uh, I've, I will, uh, I do enjoy a good poll. I know you're a big Yelp reviewer. I like a Yelp review. Uh, if, if I see a Twitter poll, I'm voting. Like, I'm voting in any poll. You want your voice heard in any way, shape, or form. I want to be heard. The Quinnipiac folks asked the fine people of New York, all the boroughs, Jerry, anything considered New York. All right. Do you root for the Mets or the Yankees? And uh, 53... Front running town. 53% said they are Yankee fans. You saw what the poll was last year, right? The poll last year was uh, which thing? (laughs) <laughs> same poll same poll same question different year and uh the mets uh yes they were 
Well, the Yankees are back on top. Why is that? Because they because they were in the playoffs and the Mets weren't. And everyone front running town. Well, this is the part I don't understand. So they say fifty three percent are Yankee fans right now. Yes, thirty four percent are Mets fans. Right. It was kind of reversed last year. I did the math, Jerry. That's only eighty seven percent. Right. Well, there's the plus or minus the margin of error. But that's thirteen percent. I guess they both. And you know who I blame for that? Him. Boomer. Boomer last year. Met fans, you should be rooting for Aaron Judge. Remember all that nonsense? I blame him for the 13%. I See, I think the 13% are made up of people like, you know, you? I have to screen calls here and people will be like, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk to them about the uh, Seattle Mariners. I'm, like, I'm a big fan. I live in Queens. I'm a big Mariners fan. You don't really get that in baseball like you do football. No, because it's so regional. You don't see them play. Why, though? Because in the NFL, you see more of the games. That's why. There's more national attention. It's a bigger sport. Monday night football, Sunday night football. People watch it. People are not watching Thursday night baseball. They're just not. Yeah, like, You know that. If someone calls up and says, I'm a huge Raider fan, I want to ask Boomer about their draft. It's not that odd to me. No, not at all. But if someone called up and said, I want to talk about the Rangers, uh, Texas Rangers pitching matchups tonight. Like, Get lost. <laughs> <laughs> now, will you be in? See, this is a good example of what we're talking about. If there was an NFL game that was only on, and I mean a good, let's let's say. A top game, Jerry. I don't want to say a top game, but not a bad game. Oh, We're not right. talking about one of these bad Monday night games. A middle-of-the-road NFL game, and it was only on Facebook Live or yeah. Facebook Watch. Do you think people would watch it? I think people would try and find their way to it. Young people. Because it's the NFL. Now, tomorrow's Met game against the Phillies is not on television. Cannot find it anywhere. You can listen to it on the radio or you can watch it on Facebook Watch only. I think the NFL game will do a lot better than tomorrow's baseball game will do. See, I like watching the Met game on my television. Well, I hope you I am can not hooking that on Facebook I am not going to try to figure out how to hook up Facebook to my TV. As the diehard Met fan that you are. This is the way I look at it. Because I did see a lot of Met fans complaining about this, mm-hmm. that I don't have a Facebook account. I'm a, right. There's 162 games. So you're going to miss one. If that's your choice, yes. That's my choice. Because I have well, no idea. more than one. Right, but I have no idea how to, you know what I'm going to do? So you surprise, see, here's where you surprise me. Because you're actually no... into, you really are into social media yeah. and tech and all that. Is it that hard to go to Google and put in Facebook Watch? It's and not. just hit but, the link? But what I don't want to do, and I know this is a generational thing, I'm not interested in watching a game on my phone or iPad. I agree with I, that. Right. The so iPad's not so bad. The phone's ridiculous. There's no Facebook app for my for my television. That I'm aware of. I'm can, sure there can you is. Stream on your TV. I'm sure I can, but you I'm. But do. it's 19 different steps. You know, when I realize, and I'll forget, and tomorrow I'll go to look for the Met game, and it won't be there, and I'll be like, you I'll know remind what? you. I'll hit up MLB.com for the highlight package. That's fair. If you want to make it the game. hard for me to watch the game, then I will just watch the highlights. Right. I did like this, too, Jerry, speaking of the Mets and baseball. Uh, page 6, the newspaper uh, here in New York, the New York Post, has a page 6 celebrity news. Yeah. There was a, a photo, almost a full-page photo, of Matt Harvey. Walking his dog. Walking a boxer. Yeah. And Matt Harvey was walking around carrying a bag of poop. You have to. Yeah, but I'm just saying, no one's immune to that. Even celebrities, Jerry, have to clean up after their dogs here in New York City. You get City. a dog yet? Not yet. I know you want one. I do want one. Can't have one in my building. I'm not sure I'm ready to pull the trigger on the emotional support dog where I have to, you know, get a letter from a therapist. Right. 
In your perfect world, you'd like to just rent the dog on weekends. Yeah. Oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> if I could just get a dog Friday then, afternoon through Sunday you, early That's evening. fine. Will you be ready when the dog needs to be walked at 2.30 in the morning? I will be, well. On a Friday night and a Saturday night. No, I and would. And then needs to get up again at 5.30. You think Matt Harvey's walking that dog at 3 o'clock in the morning? And will, the, uh, Al, will you know. take your dog to bark in the park? Bark in the park? No, because some clown will show up with their pit bull, and I don't want my dog to get a The New York Mets would like to remind you, as you leave the stadium, please check the bottom of your shoes, because you definitely stepped in duty. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there would be duty everywhere. I just, the Matt Harvey thing, walking around with a, and he uses... Because I have cleaned up after dogs when Oops. I've walked them. Why? I've walked the dogs, Jerry. You have dogs. My family has them. Okay. But you can, there's two options. You get a uh, dog poop bag that's super thick, like a, a hefty garbage bag. Right. Like the thick hefty. Or the environmentally friendly, super thin bags, which. Mm. Your hand's all warm. Ugh. Exactly. That's disgusting. And that's what Matt Harvey had. Ugh, the gross. very thick. Thin green bags, which are see-through and touch-through. Okay. I'm out for this that. This portion sponsored by Walgreens. I'm out on this. Uh, Walgreens has your trusted favorites in cosmetics, skin care, and hair care, plus new premium and exclusive beauty products. Stop by and find what makes you feel beautiful. Boomer and Geo might do that for you. They're a poop emoji. Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back on a Tuesday morning. Villanova, your national champions. As we know, the uh, Yankees and Mets were rained out, snowed out, or whatever. They will play today. However, Yankee home opener, 4 o'clock coverage on the fan at 325. Chris Archer now goes for Tampa, Al. Jerry, the uh, Jaguars had an April Fool's Day joke, which may end up backfiring. On them, they um, pretended that they accidentally tweeted out their new uniforms, which they actually have new uniforms coming later this month. Right. So they pretended like they accidentally leaked them. The problem is the fans uh, actually like the fake uniforms. Well, when you have ugly uniforms to start, I would think that there will be some amount of fans that would like anything different. Here are some tweets about the leaked uniforms. Those are kind of fly. I'm a be disappointed when our actual unis are worse. Some people, though, Jerry, think that the Jaguars pretended to accidentally leak them on April Fool's Day to get a reaction to see if the fans actually like them or not. So they we could see them in the future, perhaps. Yes. Perhaps. But I thought you said they have new ones coming out. Yeah, April 19th. But some people think... Was this a test to see if the fans like them? And if they didn't, they'd be like, oh, April Fool's. We were just kidding. Right. And then like, holy crap, we got to come up with new uniforms. <laughs> in, in three weeks. In three weeks time. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. So April 19th, the new Jaguar. I didn't like that uh, helmet, Jerry, that they have with the multicolored helmet. Okay. That seems like it's trying too hard. Well, I mean, the Jaguars, their uniforms, everything has been trying too hard. Yeah. Ever since they've been around. For, they start with those teal colors. I right. Because they... you don't know what to do. Every team is black somehow right so they have what they have gold black and like that greenish blue yeah teal i teal. once bought a teal saturn why why <laughs> that was the hot color Where, did you really <laughs> yeah cmb <laughs>